Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man. I tell you, I had to find Curtis Quillen. Uh, people were like, where's Curtis been on Fridays? I said, well, he's having to say goodbye to colleagues. He's had weddings. I mean, he's had a lot on his plate. But we were able to secure Curtis Quillen today. Curtis, welcome back to the Matt Bosley Show on this uh, special edition today, a shortened show, because we've got playoff baseball on the way. It's good to have you back on. It's good to be back, Matt. I'm glad you were able to find my phone number down there, you know. It's been a little bit. <laughs> it's in the rotation. It's uh, it's certainly there, <laughs> and uh, we were able to locate that and get you back on. Uh, I was saying earlier, I mean, it's sad that uh, Nikki Natarulo, the uh, – the uh, boy, she's been uh, she's she's been a a, a great uh, colleague of yours, and uh, we're having to say goodbye. And she's putting out these sad pictures via social media. I mean, she's never been a stranger about the selfies and pictures on social media. But but this law, this goodbye has has uh, it's been kind of sad. And then today, it was just basically the dog alone in the uh, in the apartment that's been cleaned out. Uh, Curtis, did you did you as the sports director at Channel Six? Did you go over there and help with the move, or did you just feel like she could she could do that on her own? Well, I did offer. Uh, she did not pick me <laughs> up on my offer. Uh, her, I think her parents came into town to help her with nice. it. But no, you're right. That's a that's a big loss for us. You know, there's a she she was a very close friend of mine, um, especially before Nick left, and I got promoted into a role that basically made me her boss. Uh, but Nikki was incredible for our department, for our newsroom. I mean, uh, you look at just from the time she was that hybrid job, the new sports reporter role that we have here at, at six. And um, even as weekend anchor, I mean, she was one of the first to confirm that Joey McGuire was staying on at Baylor uh, to be on Aranda staff after rule left. She was uh, the first reporter on the scene when, uh, Search when search and rescue crews found uh, Fort Hood soldier Vanessa Guillen's body. She's covered a lot of really important stories, both in sports and news, and done a tremendous job. And she's earned an op- she's earned this opportunity that she has uh, in Nashville. And uh, I mean, she gets to go cover pro sports, which has always been a dream of, of hers as uh, someone from the New York area. And so, you know, she gets to go cover the, the NFL, the NHL, MLS, Triple uh, A ball. Uh, I mean, you name it, and Nashville has it. And so uh, super, super excited for her and uh, looking forward to see what she does up in uh, up in Nashville. She'll be at the uh, NBC station up there, so uh, maybe I can uh, talk her into sending some of her work down this way. Yeah, you can still uh, – I'm sure I'm sure you will, you know, still get some stories out of her. And she'll still kind of monitor what's happening with Baylor. I hope she won't uh, completely turn her back on my alma mater – and um, that's uh, that's interesting. A, a New Jersey girl going to Nashville. Does she have any love of country music, or is she more of like? A, uh, I mean, obviously she comes from the land of the boss. What what uh, does she, what where where are her musical tastes uh, uh, lie? So I know that she and some of the other sports reporters have gone to uh, what is it? Melody Lane, the dance hall in Waco. Melody Ranch. Uh, Melody Ranch. Melody yeah, Ranch. Please. Yes. Yeah. I know that her and some of the other sports reporters have been out there quite a bit. You can tell I've never been there, 
uh, just based on the fact that I can't get the name of it right. But I'm, I'm a Bose Barn guy living in Temple. Um, no, she it, it's developed. But Matt, I'm going to caution you on calling Nashville country music country music. Okay, that's pop country. Then you have real country, which is like pre Nashville Cody Johnson. Like that's 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 the kind of stuff that like the uh, the fiance and I are listening to in the truck as we're driving all over the state because I don't think we've had a weekend at home in three months. Well, there's no way in the world you've been inside Bo's barn, so do not try to front. Do not come on here acting oh, like I've you're been, over I've there been, drinking long necks. There, Matt. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to imagine you at Bo's barn. Now you and your fiance are you? Do y'all know the pretzel? Do you know some of these um, dancing? Now Melody Ranch was in play. When I was at Baylor, in fact, Colin Ray played to an audience of about 14 people at one point. I remember amazing. Colin. <laughs> no, Colin Ray was a pretty big time country western singer, and um, it just we kind of had him all to ourselves one night and ourselves, and we uh, uh, it was enjoyable. But yeah, yeah, do you know how to two step and do all that? I know how to two step. I'm not the greatest at, at the intricacies of like of two-stepping but uh i'm serviceable in that regard um i being an oklahoma state grad i can copperhead road with the best of them except for apparently texas state grads because they do that they do that stuff in ways that i got lost copperhead uh, doing the copperhead road with uh, my fiance at a spot in new Braunfels, uh celebrating my mom's birthday back in january and uh I saw her doing it, and I had to walk off the dance floor and say, I don't know what this stuff is, because we were 10 minutes from Texas State. And so, you know, those Bobcats, they do things a little mm. – they, they march to the beat of their own drum. But, uh, you know, Jessica Morey, when she was here at 6, she was also a, an Oklahoma State grad. And, uh, you know, we'd go to these uh, – you know, we'd go out on, like, a Saturday night with all, with the KCEN crew, and uh, they'd put on Copperhead Road. And, you know, the two pokes are out on the dance floor leading the way, and – uh, I, I, there's a few line dances that I would like to get back to remembering. I definitely have forgotten how to boot scoot and boogie, which I'm ashamed to admit as a, as a Texan, uh, and a country music fan, but no, uh, definitely, definitely. I can, I can dance and I can learn these line dances, but, uh, there's, there's some of these that uh, I need to get back. I need to get back on the YouTube and learn before my wedding next month. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope to, uh, I hope to run into you sometime. We'll have to go to Bo's Bar and kind of see what's going over there. And I can, uh, my wife and I could show y'all the pretzel and some of the things that you need to catch on to. Uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to imagine you out there doing a line dance, and it is kind of funny to think about. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Curtis Quillen joining us, uh, Channel Six Sports Director. Now, Curtis, what was this about? There was there was a big Thursday night. Um, softball game college softball game on and i saw you tweeting about this was this oklahoma state versus ou now this may be the greatest softball program in the history of college athletics the way this thing's going i don't know how many years now this goes back you would know that because you went to school around there but now is oklahoma state i mean aren't they ranked like top 10 they're supposed to at least be able to stay on the diamond with the Oklahoma kids, is that is that correct? Yes, that's Oklahoma State is a top ten team, and yeah, you hit the nose pretty squarely on the head. Uh, OU has turned into one of the most dominant dynasties in college uh, college sports history, especially in softball. 
Um, I mean, I would put OU softball up there with UCLA basketball back in the, in the John Wooden days is one of the greatest dynasties to play collegiate sports. Uh, yeah, you know, the rankings say that Oklahoma State's supposed to be able to stay on the field with, with OU. Uh, what was the final? Like 7-1, 8-1? Like, uh, yeah. the fact that it went a full seven and OU didn't run rule Oklahoma State, I guess, is a, uh, a feather in Kenny Gajewski's cap. But, yeah, I started tweeting <laughs> about it because I, you know, watching the game as, you know, a proud alum who had way too much orange in his dresser for a guy who lives in the, the Central Texas area, um, I noticed like some stuff on replay that it's not even just a softball thing. You know, the neighborhood play has been a part of baseball and softball for so long. And I think that, you know, I think it's one of those where it created a little bit of a safety cushion, a safety net uh, playing the middle infield um, because, you know, okay, I have the ball. I'm around the bag. My foot's right next to the bag. She's very clearly out. He's very clearly out. Let me just throw and try and get the double play. Um, and there was one that set up, I think it was one nothing OU and, or two, three nothing. And it was still, you know, a close game. Well, replay overturns an out in second. Now the bases are juiced with nobody out. And that leads to a ridiculously explosive inning for the Sooners, which anybody who's covered the Big 12 in softball this year can attest. It only takes one for them, and sometimes it leads to a run rule win, um, and the Sooners got the win there. I love that the whole series is on national TV. I think that's a great platform for the Big 12 in softball. Um, and to have two, you know, uh, World Series caliber teams there in kind of the, the heartland of college softball, uh, I think it's great for the sport, and I think it's great for the conference, and it's a series that I hope stays alive once OU makes the move into the SEC. Um, and, you know, the work that Kenny Gajewski has done taking a program at Oklahoma State that was the doormat of the Big 12 and turning it into one of the national powers in the sport uh, and a transfer destination spot um, is incredible. He took over my mm. senior year. I did play-by-play on a O-State TV broadcast my senior year um for game one between the Cal girls and uh in Iowa State and a friend of mine who's now in uh the media contact for the Cowboy basketball program after a stint doing softball in South Carolina um introduced me to him let me uh, you know took me down to his office before on that game day and got to talk with Kenny and I mean his knowledge of the sport is in, as good as anybody else in college softball. He's so down to earth. He can relate to the, to his players really well. And um, you know, it, the work that he has done turning that program around cannot be understated. Yeah, it's a pretty, and, and by the way, your Oklahoma state, I, I hate to bring up a loss there, but I will say that the Oklahoma state baseball team has emerged as the class of the big 12. I mean, we thought it could be, we thought it might be University of Texas. I did find it humorous that Texas, and it's probably wrong. You know, sometimes we talk about them being overrated in football and other places. And in baseball, they still have a lot of talent on the team. And they got swept, and they went from 10, 10th in the country to not even being ranked, which is just very mm-hmm. un-Texas-like um, with how they treated them. But uh, I tell you, Oklahoma State's really good in that area. Okay, we're up against it on this baseball, uh, Bosqueville baseball coming up, by the way. Uh, so I know you'll keep your eye on all those local baseball scores and everything. One thing I never got to talk to you about uh, when it happened, the Shapen 
announcement and then the subsequent Gary Bohannon transferring out. Did you any surprise at all on that, or did you did you kind of feel it going that direction uh, the entire time, uh, even even through spring? I just remember at the first of spring, it was kind of you know a little bit. Uh, Aranda's comments were kind of like, you know, Gary almost ha- you know was the as the uh, incumbent that he, he that you know Shapin was going to truly have to beat him out kind of thing. And I, obviously, I guess he did. What was your kind of gut reaction to the big announcement that it was going to be Shapin? Uh, Nikki and I split a lot of the practice load this spring uh, covering Baylor. And so we were pretty 50-50. There was one time Matt filled in for me. But the three of us kind of kept an open dialogue. Uh, and I say that to say this. None of us were surprised by it. We all kind of saw it coming. I mean, you could just hear in the cadence. You could watch the way that – uh, he interacted, and you could just kind of see the different elements he brought to the offense just by watching Sean Bell put them through drills um, during spring ball. That shaping opens up the offense a little bit better. I think the arm talent is fairly equal there, but I think I think it came down to the fact that um, shaping opens up, turns that wide zone into like a hybrid of the wide zone and a spread. And just opens up a lot of field uh, for the Bears. I think we saw a glimpse of that in the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma State last year uh, with Shapin under center. Um, see, you know, if you see Bohanna go into the portal, I don't think that surprised anybody. I think everybody knew that the reason why uh, Aranda was so determined to have a starter determined by the end of spring was so that the other one could go get a job, go get a quarterback job, and go get into the NFL. Um, because he does like them so much. And I think it's him backing up what he always says to the media, person over player. And the fact that he's a coach who can practice what he speaks, you know, if we think the offense can go further under Shapin as the permanent starter than it did with Bohannon, not a knock on Gary, just, hey, here's a tool set we have that we could we think we can do something special with. Uh, I think that speaks volumes that, Instead of stringing him, stringing a guy like Gary Bohannon along as, uh, hey, we think you can be the starter. We're going to take this competition into the fall. Hey, look, we think we want to try this. Uh, we understand if you need to go and look out for your best, I'd be happy to help you get where, wherever it is you decide is a better fit. Um, and so I, I, don't, I, I wasn't surprised. I know Nikki and Matt weren't. I think we all kind of saw it coming after the Big 12 championship game. I'm trying not to look at – the Sugar Bowl performance there because obviously Shapin was hurt, but Bohanna was coming off of what a month, a month and a half absence from after that yeah. Kansas State yeah. game. So I'm trying, I tried, I try to ignore that performance in the Sugar Bowl and focus strictly on those first 13 games. Um, and I think that after the Big 12 title game, yeah, Shapin got hurt there. Uh, but I think that that kind of proved that Baylor, uh, that, that Jeff Grimes and Aranda and Sean Bell thought that they could open a lot of things up with shaping as QB one rather than uh Bohannon. And again, that's not a knock on Gary. That's a tip of the cap to Blake Shapin. Yeah. It, you know, it takes guts sometimes to make those kind of tough decisions. And I like what you're saying, kind of the character that was shown um, in, in giving those guys uh, an opportunity. All right, Curtis, it's great to have you back on. This just kind of whets the appetite of our audience <laughs> They're demanding more Quillen, and um, and we we need to we need to continue to work on our partnership with Channel Six because this is this is too fun, and I hope I'll get you out on site 
I, I got to tell you, the beef fajitas at uh, Los Cucos, whoa. You and your fiancé will love those. If you're like beef fajitas, that's some of the best I've had in all of Central Texas. All right, Curtis, I've got to go. we got Bosqueville baseball on the way. I want you to have a great weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Matt, this is always a blast. Look forward to it. We'll talk later. There he goes, Curtis Quillen, the uh, Channel 6 news director, the fabled NBC affiliate of uh, Central Texas, and Nikki Natarulo leaves us to go to another NBC affiliate, uh, allegedly a bigger deal, but uh, I, I don't think of it like that. This is still the biggest market in my mind.